Y'all ready to be history? It's started. Welcome. Hi. 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 Hello, everyone. To the Pro Audio Suite. These guys are professional. They're motivated. Thanks to Tribooth, the best vocal booth for home or on-the-road voice recording. Introducing Robert Marshall from Source Elements and Someone Audio Post, Chicago. Darren Robert Robertson from Voodoo Radio Imaging, Sydney. Tech to the VO Stars. George the Tech Whitam from LA. And me, Andrew Peters, voiceover talent and home studio guy. Line up, and welcome to another Pro Audio Suite. Thanks to Tribooth. Don't forget the code PAP200 to get 200 bucks off of your purchase of your Tribooth. Um, now, we're talking about self-leveling um, in a preamp or interface. Is it a good thing? Is it a bad thing? George? It depends on what kind of self-leveling, I think. So right now that I'm aware of, there are two audio interfaces. Um, one of them is on my desk uh, in my studio. I'm not in it right now. Sorry, I'm at David Kay's studio. Um, but the one of them is the um, Yellow Tech Puck, that's P-U-C, 2, Leah, L-E-A. Leah is like their cute word for auto le- automatic level. And you're thinking, no, not AGC, right? Automatic gain control. We all know how bad that is, right? The classic AGC, which is in every video camera, right? The, a loud sound happens, the sound ducks down, it takes 10 to 20 seconds to recover, you know? That's really bad, right? Um, th- this concept is way more advanced, and it's basically monitoring the input signal and adjusting digitally, like with a VCA, I guess, the actual preamp's gain. So it will actually adjust the preamp gain within a millisecond or two if you're getting into clipping. But what's interesting about it is really not that it does this, which is cool. It's really about how you set up the ballistics of it or the or the how do you how do you de- determine what is the right amount to adjust the gain by, right? Should it be able to only turn it down by 5 dB, 10 dB, or should it have the ability to really take over your gain? And have pretty dramatic swings of gain because you can completely tweak it. You can say, don't turn up or don't turn down the gain or up the gain by a range of more than 20, for example, dB. Um, would that kind of a product make an engineer's job a, a real nightmare when the input signal coming to the engineer is not consistent? I have to take a road trip in my Tesla. I'm going to go sleep and I'm going to show up in California. <laughs> <laughs> Is this an analogy you're making? It might be. <laughs> an engineering I, analogy? I, I, I'm not sure it's a great idea until the AI gets caught up with this situation. Um, I don't. I think it sounds a lot like a compressor that's just a, attached to the gain knob on the preamp instead of the output of a gain stage of a compressor. So congratulations. It certainly does. Yeah. When, I compl- when I explain it, it sounds like just that, right? Yep. Um, and they're not the first to do that. I think at Langevin had a Langevin, yeah. Com- Langevin yeah, yeah. had something like that, right? That mm-hmm. adjust the pre-game. Well, well, and also um, Aphex, yeah. who's now Rode. Oh, and Aphex, yeah. We yeah. talked about that yeah. a couple weeks they, ago. And, right? and, and they have a circuit called Mike Lim, which somehow right. and that's like instantaneous, they say. It's not like right. a millisecond later. Like Mike Lim is actually patented. Well, I might be misrepresenting. Unique. It could be microseconds. How I, yeah. I know it's fast. I know sure. it's really fast. Um, but I have one on my desk and so time will tell, I will, I will put it into play and I'll use it on an episode 
and give audio to Robbo and let him deal with it and see if he <laughs> yes, <thinks. laughs> but Because Robbo loves that. Right. Um, like chances are if you set your gain close enough, you're not going to need to mess with it. So why have this thing mess with it? That's so yeah so so there's another product that lets you set gain automatically in a very different way and I think this might be really the right way to have auto gain and that is the Audient I the Audient Evo four and eight. Yep. What they've done is they just have the unit listen to you for a period of time. Yes. Analyze the peak level and go all right whatever that peak is we'll set the gain so that that is peaking at minus twelve. Yeah, and, and then we're gonna it. leave it alone. And we're going to leave it alone. Yeah. So that's it's going to analyze yeah. for some time. I think it takes, I think it listens for, is it 20 or 30 seconds? A decent amount of time. Now, granted, it can still get you in trouble if your test level is at this level and your performance level is at this level. Which is what everyone <laughs> does still... to every engineer. Can you give me a like? So, yeah, okay, go right. as loud as you're going to go. Okay. <laughs> right. And then it's like, ah, and then they go for yeah. like. You ever, sound, <laughs> you ever sound check a drummer? Yeah. 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 Yeah, um, that's right. <laughs> so, so you know that it still could get you in trouble. But I, I last time I tested it, I think it was about a twelve dB headroom that it was going to give you, which is pretty healthy. Yeah, um, yeah. And we all know we've talked about it, Robert. You're the first one to really bring this the whole concept up of twenty four bit recording dynamic range. But yeah, I mean, I, I didn't bring it we up. We can be so much more. Us, yeah. Well, I remember a, year, yeah. a couple years ago, not even four yeah, years I ago. I do remember. I remember distinctly yeah. being at like Adrenaline Studios in Vegas. Don't ask me why I remember this. I, I, th I think and I was the only one to put that. real numbers on it. The fact that 24-bit has right. a huge amount of headroom and therefore you don't have to go close up to the, to the edge. Right. I didn't invent that concept, but I think what no, I did at that, that I podcast is I just... I put numbers to it, and the and the the number, which I forget when, but I just was like, oh my gosh, look at that! Which was literally that you can record at minus forty eight on twenty four bit, which is pretty much off the meter. Like, and you have the same resolution as sixteen bit. That was that was that yeah. was when I was like, wow! Yeah. Like, you really don't even need to get close to the top and still have good fidelity on twenty four bit. Yeah, I mean, yeah. this is such a topic that comes up so often. I can't remember the last, you know, who I talked about it last, but the the topic of setting levels. I mean, um, we talked about on we talk about it on my show VOBS probably monthly. I think because yeah. it just it just comes yep. up all the time. You know, I I've I've really adapted to that concept of twenty four bit peak at lower input levels. It can be a little troublesome for people who are don't know how to control their monitoring well. So, you know, if they're used to monitoring themselves and their cans, that it does it's tougher to monitor yourself, obviously, at low levels. I mean, you just can't hear yourself well. Right. Or or you um, get your monitor you know, up and then you connect with people and then they're loud and you're like, ah <laughs> yeah, you cranked I know. up your monitor That's, to hear yourself. It's a tricky thing. I think I think what would be amazing in terms of DSP being involved in monitoring for for the performer or for the engineer would be there to be some way to control your monitor level the same way you can control the digital input. So let's say your output, let's say your gain is averaging with peaks at minus 18, right? Then it could automatically bring up your monitor level and compensate so you can still have a consistent monitor level. Yeah. That could be a pretty cool thing for the non-engineer, right? To Because engineers, you guys rely on your output level, your monitor level to be really consistent. Yeah. Yeah. Often, or or you know, you you play with it in a few areas. Just you know, you'll check your mix at a really low level so that you're kind of you might check yeah. it in a few places within the Fletcher Munson curve. But um, right. 
yeah, like for the most part, if you keep on changing your monitor level or even changing your speakers constantly, you're you, like, where are you? <laughs> like, yeah, you know, your frame I, of reference is way off, right? That's why all pro audio monitor systems have a dim button mm-hmm, that so, you dim down to a certain level, and so, you're always back to your so where you leave word, your, right? Right. You have you have your setting where it was. Yeah, because um, yeah, Fletcher Munson that, that that Google that Fletcher Munson curve because it that's the whole concept of how the was it the concept of how the frequency response of your hearing varies with the input level, right? Right. How loud something is as things get quieter, you lose bass and treble faster than you lose yes. the mid range because your right. ears are basically designed to hear other humans, and that's where it's most you know tweaked to hear. Yeah, and then as things get louder those fill in and that's that's the same thing as the loudness button on your stereo which is supposed to give you that curve yeah, even though you're that. listening yeah. quietly um, yeah i got too used to hearing it then i had it on all the time right exactly um, and, then, <laughs> and, then, and then when you turn it up you're like wow i got a subwoofer but there's no subwoofer <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah so so i mean in the end i think i think it's if used properly it could be nice if used improperly it will be an engineer's nightmare and i will have to take some time with the yellow tech and find what's the best setting. It might only be a dB range of like five dB. Yeah, you know, uh, just a nudge, just my, a little correction. My opinion, that's it. my opinion, audience, right on. Like basically, like AI engineer to set your level. Like no problem. Yeah. The, yeah. Which, which is not like, I mean, come on, it's it's so the, like the logic behind it is read. not that tough logic. But so yeah, but if, if you're doing a character read, you read through some of the script, you find some of the. Screamy, crazy parts. Yeah, give it a <laughs> you taste. You set the thing to listen, and then when you're done, you're going to hit record, and you're going to notice, oh my gosh, my levels are awful low. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, but, but that's how it works. But but the yellow tech approach, I mean, maybe good for a reporter in the field and someone who's just like, I need something that's going to save me in case, like, I couldn't get I, to it and I yeah. couldn't fix it. But and, I don't and honestly, think, that's clearly like. If you know the company, their product line is broadcast is yeah. for broadcasters. Right. Like, but they as first a VO, came out with a handheld mic that had this built in, and it was a miracle device. Right, hand it to anybody on the on the street, any reporter, yeah, and, and the, you'll and get the, good audio. And the thing had like a recorder built into it too, and, and a recorder built in. Right, yeah. but but for a yeah. for a VO person, it's like no, there shouldn't be something throughout your session wiggling the gain knob. Like, yeah, don't touch it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I also know yeah. actors that will go through and manually level their audio. They do that a lot. I, people teach them to do this. Go select your peaks and then turn them down 5 to 8 dB. I'm like, really? Why is that a thing? Well, a lot of engineers, you know, you look at the clip gain feature in Pro Tools, and a lot of engineers are like, oh, I don't have to compress as much because I can just like go and like draw it out right there. And you could do a lot of, you know, like the 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 gray area between automation and compression. Yeah. You know, it's like you can automate the peaks out and now you are the compressor, except you're not it's working on it. It's a control a, freaks compressor, yeah. essentially. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right. It's like, I will do it on my algorithm, <laughs> not that's yours. Right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so I'm, I guess I'm saying it's not, it's not bad. I just think for an actor to be doing it at routinely, it's such a time-consuming process. Right? Yeah. But I and just worked with an actor today. You, okay, so I just yeah. worked with an actor today, and I had to match something from before, and her sound pretty much matched. It was the same person. There were some differences there, but the level was different, and I was like something I had to work through, and 
it'd be cool if I, I've worked with other VO actors, for instance, over months and months and months, constantly doing new versions of the same commercial for the same client, whatever. And yeah. Every time I hooked up with that guy, it was the same. I could cut something from two years before to two years after. And it was like, you wouldn't have any clue that. Which they, is awesome. Right? Yeah. It's like, that's, that's an great. Dream. Yeah, like find that level, Absolutely. leave it. And, 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 and maybe if you're doing a wide range of characters and voices and you need to have like a loud setting and a soft setting, yeah. or maybe a loud, a medium and a soft, but yeah. try to have that consistency, not only for your own sake, because then you can set your compressors and rely that the compressors, if you are using compressors, are going to hit in the same way every time. But also yeah. if you're working with somebody else, they can do the same thing and they can just drop your track into something that they, you know, like they're just doing a patch and changing one word and they don't have to sit there for five yeah. minutes and match sounds. I think in the end, the digital controllable preamp with recallable settings is really handy. Like it's probably the most useful thing of the universal audio is that I can have presets for them for animation, uh, promo, and, you know, uh, trailer or dark, dark, evil voice trailer or whatever it is. Right. And, you know, they can just pull those settings up and get repeatable gain. And I think that's, probably the most useful thing of all is just give people the ability to choose three or four gain presets and yeah. just let them be consistent no matter what it is they're doing. Just and, and have all it be of the them, same every time. And all of them think that the peak is at 10 decibels below what the system can actually handle. And that way you're definitely covered. Yeah, there's <laughs> yes, lots of headache. At least like six decibels. Like, you know, just give yourself, even, even when you set, like don't set your preamp to peak out at zero. Like, no. Like peak right. out at minus six at the most because there will be a peak. Right. And on that, Andrew, take us out. Like, yes, I, I, I have to teach end. a class. <laughs> you do have to go and teach a class, and we, um, yes, we're going. Bye. I don't know what to say. It's <laughs> the best out ever. <laughs> <laughs> have fun with that one. Uh, I need food, obviously. Well, that was fun. Is it over? The Pro Audio Suite. With thanks to Tribo. Recorded using Source Connect. Edited by Andrew Peters. And mixed by Voodoo Radio Imaging. With tech support from George the Tech Whittem. Don't forget to subscribe to the show and join in the conversation on our Facebook group. To leave a comment, suggest a topic, or just say good day, drop us a note at our website, proaudiosuite.com.